Hello, my friends, it's Heather here. This is the Back to Me podcast. This is episode number 17. And if you ever watch my live video streams, you may have heard this interview then. But heck, listen to it again. You might have missed something. This week is Mr. Train Your Brain, Dr. Greg, telling about how he died and, and lived to tell about it. And be patient. I had some technical difficulties in the beginning. So it's still an awesome episode. Enjoy. Take care. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. moly like um first of all when you watch that you're like what (laughs) that actually happened like how do you uh when you watch it how do you feel about that like i guess how long ago was it first of all that was um this november will be nine years i was uh, at a 50 percent chance of lasting one year with a skull fracture scoring three in the Glasgow coma scale, you're just not supposed to live. But I can't. Right. Did everyone hear the volume on that? I couldn't hear the volume on my end. I was wasn't sure. I didn't see much. Oh, of the I can hear it, but um, I didn't hear anything or see much. Well, I'll go back and check later. <laughs> so if it didn't work, um, I'll just splice it in later so that they can actually when, when, when I, I download the recording, things. yeah. I didn't see it. Just couldn't see it either. I asked you if you could see it. I couldn't hear you at all. Oh, okay. Well, you know, live and learn. (laughs) If it didn't work, I'll go back and splice it in. I could see it. I could see it and hear it. So lucky me. (laughs) And you know what was on it. I've seen it multiple times, but to answer your question, how do I feel when I see that? I am feel good. I feel fine in that. It's like the past. Well, yeah, we're live right now, correct? Is there people on? Um, We are live, my friend. (laughs) Um, It's all new to me. I know, I I know. I had retrograde amnesia, meaning I didn't really remember much what happened before the, the event. I didn't remember three four days before the event i don't remember it at all don't right. remember i was in a coma for what 30 days um i don't really remember much of that stuff so yeah don't really and much. i guess that's kind of normal right that um i had injury you uh lose some storage gets knocked out i figure it's like it gets knocked out your ear or something but <laughs> was that in toronto that that happened no, it was in Michigan. I was, I was uh, down my hockey, uh, went with my hockey team to go watch the Michigan State Spartans play a football game. We watched the game afterwards. I was crossing the street, meeting the boys at the restaurant, and a car struck me traveling at 74 kilometers an hour. 74. I was walking. That's and crazy. And I don't remember anything. Thank goodness a passerby came, felt compelled to stop. She did, got the vitals going. She uh, had a big gun. Um, 
my hockey team helped because uh, I was too big to move for. So I shut the chest right. compressions going. There was no vitals at that point. Then I was in a coma for a while. So yeah. Yeah. And then living, boom, nine years living, later. But it was living, not just like that easy. No, lived in hospitals for six months. So it wasn't that fun. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I think so I only just I only bring it up to talk about it because to give context to like what you're doing now, you're like you're telling people you can change it, right? You can use your mind and you can heal and you can do bring yourself to wellness. And people who are struggling can say, well, you know, yeah, but but he was already, you know, pretty awesome. He was already, you know, fine and I'm here. But when you see where you what you what your challenge was, it gives people that um, realization that yeah, they they probably could do it, right? 100%. If, right. So how what was your so right now you're working on um, thought? What's it called? Thoughts to greatness. Is that thoughts to greatness. It's about rewiring yourself for success in life, and I use various different strategies to do that online. I was just recently accepted that. I did a lot of presentations um, to the health conference, presented on different hospitals, colleges, the chiropractic profession, the health and fitness insurance, all, all sorts of different um, places I presented. I was just recently accepted the Canada Speakers Bureau. Cool. Which is really cool. Um, it's all past Olympians, like some major players on this thing. I was accepted to be on that. But then COVID hit. Right. So, <laughs> so anyhow, um, that's why I've adapted and I've created a home studio here in the basement. I've got my Zoom H1N mic behind me. I think you can see the green screen. I fell in front of that and have virtual backdrops and I've adapted. I've got quite the lighting system down here. And I put presentations together online. I run quite the courses in the midst of creating some more courses. And uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Which is so are cool. these, so are you putting these together on a website or are you, are these like public domain or people are signing up for them? Do they have like a length of time? What are they? How is, how is that working? Well, two ends. Uh, there's an active YouTube channel. Videos go up on that. Um, but oh, I'm, you didn't give me your YouTube channel to post up, but I'll post that oh, up later. Just Greg and is my name. I'm going to post up your Facebook um, group. Well, the group, the private group to join that that's where all these videos get posted. And I post a lot of content in that private group. It's all for people to rewire this for success in that I'm an architect of potential in that people will limit themselves and thinking that something's unattainable because of pains or not slowing them down. And that's not the way it works. I wasn't supposed to live past a year, that 50% chance of making a year. Now it's like, it's not what I can't do. It's what I can do. Right. I cycle a lot. I swim. Can't run anymore. Who cares? So what? Care. Right. So when what you, is. so what do you think made you switch that from, you know, I'm lying here in a wheel on a, in a hospital bed. What do you think made you, because you're offering to help people rewire their brain, but somehow you did it yourself. So what, have, yes. what do you think helped you or kicked started that? Well, to take a step back, um, been a chiropractor for 12 years. I was always involved in the health and fitness industry. 
degree in kinesiology, and that's what I used to do, um, use physicality, nutrition to kind of rewire this stuff. And you asked how, what I did. It was self-experimentation, if you will, and that I'm not going to sit there and wallow in despair, like, oh, woe was me. I mean, I had countless surgeries. There's a trach through there. I lived in wheelchairs, lived in the hospital. It wasn't very fun. Did a lot of stuff. But when I was in the hospital, at one point, I was like, dang it, I got to get back and see some more patients. I have to go see some patients. Then it's like, okay. If I saw three, four, five hundred patients a week back in the day, which was really good, yeah. what happens if now I'm affecting thousands of people a week in a different facet, a different way? And I was okay with not going back. I'm fine. And so I retired the license. I no longer am an active practice, but I take all the knowledge which has been up in here, which I did some. This is years of study, but also self-study on the self in that we can create a new. Um, Sandrine Theroux was in. Um, is that great, a person? Yeah. Great TED Talks on okay. neurogenesis. How the Norman Deutsch from Toronto's written books about this. Um, I read the Norman Deutsch book. It was good. That's on neuroplasticity, how you can yeah. recreate or make plastic changes. But is that the one that that's the one that's called the brain that changes itself? Yes, that's Norman right. Deutsch, Dr. Norman yeah. Deutsch from Toronto. In 2014, so I just got to the hospital and whatnot, and I saw this TED talk from uh, Sandrine Theroux showing that the neuro, the hippocampus up in the brain creates every day anywhere between 700 and 1400 new stem cells a day, progenitor stem cells. See, when I was at McMaster went to Mac in kinesiology and then chiropractic college, we were taught you're only born with a certain amount of neurons. I know. 400,000. This was estimated 400,000 neurons. As you age, they simply die off. Add disease, drugs, trauma to the mix, they die off quicker. What they've discovered is that the hippocampus up in your brain can create anew, such that by the time you're 50, I'm not yet 50, I'll be very soon next month, um, every neuron in your brain is completely new and you have a say in what that hippocampus does meaning are you eating right are you exercising are you thinking right are you doing these things so i was just i didn't know what i was doing i got to the hospital in a wheelchair for pete's sake and i had my rehab sport worker i had full-time care workers i just wanted to take me to the gym i didn't really know why right but then lo and behold when i started waking up a bit more it's like all my years of training kind of came to fruition in that I was creating a new and chemically what I was doing by releasing dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, all these things. It's just so for people who don't know, those are like good brain chemicals. <laughs> those, are, those are endogenous, meaning endogenous meaning comes from within uh, neurotransmitters, hormones that we create ourselves. Heck, endorphins, you've got, most people have heard of endorphins. Yeah. yeah. Runners high, like when you run, you get that high. Endorphins are on the same class of drugs as morphine. Right. As they're heavy duty, yet they come from within. They're all natural. You create yeah. these they're opiates, endogenous opiates. They make you feel good. They make you feel high. Anyhow, serotonin, dopamine, they're also neurotransmitters, which help a ton with the healing. And you can create this stuff. So what I was doing was exercising, watching what I was eating. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of self-experiment. I wanted to move. I was in At one point, I grabbed the. I'm making a video today about it. I had a, a wheel crank thingy. I'm sitting in a wheelchair at the gym. This is before COVID lockdowns, a lot of stuff. 
I'm yes. really like this. It's like, get the heart rate going. It was exciting. One hospital I was at, we went, I was at the old um, Bridgepoint Hospital, downtown Toronto. We went out across the Don Valley, we went under, under the DP. We found a way underneath me and another roommate in our wheelchairs. Now we you were escapees up. from the hospital? You know, they let us go. I don't know how, but they let us, I don't know why. They let us go. So we went for a little cruise in our wheelchairs, which was awesome. But, oh, my gosh, the workout, trying to wheel back up that darn hill was nuts. But just all these things to make you want to move. And that became the genesis of the website, Mr. Train the Brain, and this whole uh, Facebook page, Turn Your Thoughts to Greatness. And I've been reaching out to a lot of people around the way, teachings that you see can create this. So it's interesting because you are already active. It was almost like your body had a memory of, well, obviously I need to move, right? Even if your brain wasn't totally there, your body was like, no, we need to move to be healthy. But if you think about right now, some people have never had that experience of um, what it's like to move regularly. Because I was having this conversation with my husband the other day. He just got up. He said, I need to work out right now. <laughs> so he did because he just said, no, no, I need, I just feel like I need to work out. And I think a lot of people have disconnected from that movement, almost the, like the need to the understanding, the body understanding that you need to move. So when you're doing the retraining the brain work, um, I guess I don't, I don't have a really, I'm trying to picture what it would look like. But I guess if you're bringing in, you're, are you using videos and you're just using all different aspects of like overall wellness to to bring people back in to that awareness to try and reactivate their natural instinct to move? Through my teaching, through my training you're referring to? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Um, all sorts of different ways. So I make it a lot through videos that be able um, for example, I have a lot of video of me actually on a bike, swimming, or not just myself, other people running, walking, barefoot, grounding, earthing, all these natural things that on a list as well. Some are very detailed on the chemicals, what you're creating, what you're doing. And we get in the whole nutrition section as well. There's a course coming out on Tuesday on how to retrain and rewire yourself for success. And that's the course and putting out which is pretty awesome uh, excited to be putting that thing out so is, that's a lot work. of um the rewiring the thinking trying to there's rewire many, thinking and you go ahead rewire yourself for success there's many ways to do that um, there's lots of different ways to do that like and, i think of the brain when you see rewiring but i think that there's more of a connection through kind of all the aspects to wellness and after talking to you hundred percent. It's you can retrain and rewire the body to heal yourself, heal itself. There's different components of a physical component. Like people have been reaching out because of various different pains they have, this, that, and the other, and they don't know this guy seemingly knows this stuff. Heck, I was just camping with someone up and met some people at the campsite. We're up uh or just up north. I don't know, beautiful, <laughs> close, gorgeous camping. We just met this other couple. And we started talking, shooting the breeze, and they're asking all about fitness and health and all that. And people just want to understand health and pain. So different components in the course. One is based on nutrition. Obviously, you have to build a good temple so things can grow, and that 
you want to live north summer it works well so you have to plant the right seeds if you will so things can take right. root um we do with physical stuff and that people <laughs> i'm just creating a video around this right now it's a bit of a teaser from the first it's a bit of a teaser in that the old adage the doctors how they would would we have low back pain they prescribe bed rest which is what they did back in the day oh i know crazy right that has now gone the way of the dodo bird and that people are constantly in agony reaching out to me I, first thing i do is get them moving yeah what? i can't move my details don't care um we're getting to move there's ways to make it move to for you to make it move and the neat thing is this program it's not diagnostic I'm not diagnosing anything i'm just getting people to retrain rewire and the first thing they do is start to actually move if their shoulders mess up and get them to move it in gentle easy ways there's many different things you can do one fellow i worked with um he's got a really bad foot it's destroyed his foot if you will he hasn't seen anyone, doesn't know what to do. So we just consulted him, helping with him online, on the phone. And now he's starting to move a lot better. He's getting rid of his crutches now, thankfully, okay. which, is good, which is great. But we're dealing a lot with nutrition. I put in some very specific stuff. Because I'm, you know, a lot of it, here's the thing, 90% of a correct diagnosis comes from a good history. Likewise, with clients, you have to understand where they're coming from, where their problems are. So we dig deep. And that's where a lot of these problems come to be. And lo and behold, some of his nutrition was not the best. So the second week we tackled that in this course, we tackled with him right away. Had to, because it, it's not going to heal with what he's eating. Right. And then the third is, what are the mental blocks that are holding you back? Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't. And people will limit themselves. I cannot do that. No. It's not what you can't do. It's what you can do. But a lot of that comes from self determination up here like what do i want to do how far can you go that incidentally was they had to slow me down part of my rehab i don't know if this will get me in trouble or whatnot but <laughs> i had a whole care team that looked after me when i was at the hospital and they purposely had to slow me down with brain injuries this magnitude um attentiveness is an issue executive function impulse control uh, some people will cuss like banshees and for whatever reason, it lit me up and such that they had to slow me down. They're worried that I go cycling too hard, too fast, this, that, the other, and they had to slow me down. And one thing we always talk about was PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. All doctors in Macau know about this. You know, people go away to war and whatnot, or they have major stress in very stressful environments, and it really messes people up large. I had a lot of patients with that. After presenting at the Canada Sales Congress, another presenter called me up on the phone afterward, and she's like, holy moly, have you ever heard of PTSD? I'm like, of course, my doctor. She's like, have you ever heard of PTGS? I'm like, excuse me? heck is that? She's like, post traumatic growth syndrome like what she goes it's a relatively new field in the neuropsych field she goes just look it up research it. it's highly debated but after seeing you walk around the stage or gimp around the stage whatever <laughs> after the way you came with the crowd the way you engage i said to myself man this guy's got it he's very engaged like he's totally got it and 
yeah, there's kind of a little fuse up here. And the, yeah, I want to train one exercise or workout. And you can, re, you don't have to undergo the kind of crazy trauma that I did. Hopefully you not. You don't, you, don't have to. you don't have to to rewire this, but you have to want to do that. There's a lot that starts from up here. And <laughs> yeah, you can create a new. I'm just recalling some. I, I was telling someone earlier today that. Because um, I've I've worked as a massage therapist, I've worked with uh, people who'd had head injuries in the past, and um, you know, yeah, executive function, time management. I say, but what seemed to happen from yours was you your I can't function seemed to break. <laughs> but maybe you always had the maybe you never had the I can't function. Like when you after your accident, it seemed like. Everything you like, I can't. What are you crazy? Of course, I can. I can do this. Yeah, I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. And you, you're not wrong. That's why I purposely tried to serve. I'm looking away. I'm thinking, neurolinguistic program. I'm looking away. Yeah, they yeah, no, I know. That's when I'm thinking, I look over here. <laughs> yeah, different axes of the brain. You're looking for different points. But they right? had to slow me down for fear that I would hurt myself because uh, like the songs go, whoa, whoa, it's, it's yeah. nuts. It's, Traditional um, thinking is you were still healing, right? So if you some, and when you're healing sometimes if you go too far then you go yeah. two steps back so you kind of understand a little bit of what they were trying to do because they hadn't probably yeah. ever encountered somebody like you well, <laughs> i know i haven't <laughs> well that's i don't know how to take that. Um, it's funny you, can, um, you know it's all good it's all good it was funny we had a lawsuit and stuff like that and a good year and a year and a half after like, I was being treated back here in Canada with a care team, not but the accident occurred in the States. So we had an American psychiatrist evaluate me right. for the lawsuit. And he evaluated me. He starts asking these questions. He's like, okay, tell me about the pain. I'm like, there's no pain. He's like, okay, tell me about the dizziness. I'm like, no dizziness. That's but not good for a lawsuit. <laughs> he's like, that's but then he goes, that's not uncommon. I'm like, what? He goes, the more severe the brain injuries, you often don't get this stuff. Huh? Like I used, to, I used to see patients all the time post-MBA and tons of pain, numbness, and it, just, it would really affect them big time. Yeah. It never really did with me. And the neurophysiatrist was explaining or psychologist rather, to explain that the more serious the brain injuries, you often don't see the stuff, kind of knocks it right out. And I will tell you right now, I cannot smell. It took me two oh. years. It took me two years to figure that one out. Um, someone goes in the bathroom, oh my gosh, it's your brain telling about something. I was like, or the bacon's fire in the pan. Oh, that sounds good. No, it doesn't. It took me two <laughs> years. I went to the mall, went to the lush store in the mall. And I was smelling everything, nothing. Smell the coffee. Try you can smell the Lush yeah. store like three blocks away. You don't even have to go into it. Oh, I, I went in and tried to inhale everything I could. And it was my ear, nose, and throat doctor friend kind of explained the way the neurons of the olfactory apparatus went up in the brain. He goes, hey, you blew them apart up in the brain. It was such a severe injury. Um, can't smell anymore. Wow. But um, there was the psychologist said oftentimes when there are serious traumatic events like that, it's not like a typical concussion where they get a lot of pain. It's a lot right. more severe. So done with pain. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's good oh. though. I mean that 
that's probably part of how you could push yourself. Um, and they had to slow you down because you couldn't, didn't hurt, right? I, I like to cycle a lot and I put my bike on the trainer in the house in the winter. I would do sprints on there. And my physiotherapist who worked was a neurophysiotherapist. She got me a heart rate monitor. You put her over your chest. Yeah. And it was for me, the reason why I was given it is that it was to limit my heart rate. She did not <laughs> want it too high. It couldn't get over 160 because oh. like because it wasn't with us for a bit. It can it's such a traumatic injury. They're very concerned that if this guy goes too hard, bang, it can happen again. That'll be it. You can't right. do that. So they purposely slow me down. Now, of course. I use a heart rate monitor. I like to play games, like see how high I get the heart rate up, which is pretty insane when I do sprints. It's pretty high, but it, that's that's the game, you know. So, and and I mean, I am a fitness person. So, I mean, I've I've worked out for, and I'm a trainer and everything. But I think about people because sometimes the people that I train, um, if they heard you, they'd be afraid to come and work with you because of how hard you push yourself. But Yes, tell me. No. I can well, see a thought here. coming. <laughs> yeah, that's coming so the wheels will start. I had a doctor friend, the ear, nose, and throat doctor friend. I didn't have. I said had. I have. Ear, nose, and throat doctor friend. He suffered a stroke during surgery. For his Whoa. Knee. Yes, such that he cannot see the left hemisphere of each eye. Yeah, it's messed up. It's a weird stroke. It's yeah. bad. He's practicing sleep medicine right now. Anyway, it's, it, he doesn't have to require his eyesight. So anyhow, the stroke hit his left hemisphere of his brain. He likes to work out and stuff like that. In this past winter, we were at the house, and he came out of the basement. We're training. And I used a strategy with him that I learned from Dr. Stu McGill, like neural wiring oh, yeah. to, light up, to light up the nervous system. Isn't he and, a back doctor? Yeah, he is. You know, yeah. I've presented with him, seen him, met a bunch of times. Yeah, the McGill exercise, you know, stuff. Anyhow, <laughs> his work, but also Ross Edgley's work. Um, he's the fellow who swam around Great Britain. Right. And he used to talk about training. Um, when he's swimming, he was describing the cruiser kill speed. Like sometimes you just cruise along and then bang, kill. So I adapted this with my friend who were training. Dr. McGill's and Ross Edgley's work, I adapted it with my friend of the stroke such that we took dumbbells. We had 50-pound dumbbells, pretty easy for both of us to, to press. And I'm like, all right, here's what you're going to do. We're going to press with these. I know they're easy to move. What I want you to do is just, you're going to explode the concentric explosion up and then come back slow and bang, you're going to hit hard and bang. This is back to McGill's work and the Ross actually cruise and kill phenomenon. And sure enough, when my friend did this, after about the third rep, oh my gosh, the left arm, like it was molasses. He couldn't move it. I'm like, perfect. We got it. All right, now you're going to take a long break, like a four or five minute break. You're going to the next set. You're going to light it up again. He couldn't figure out when he was failing the first couple sets. Right. It wasn't until about the third set. He's like, holy crap, Greg. Yeah, I can feel it. It does slow down. So now he's working out with a cruise kill, the Dr. Stu McGill phenomenon, like to light up the nervous system to enhance where the stroke affected that part of his brain. 
Right. It wasn't the heaviest weight, but it was just enough to light him up. And he's like, that was amazing. And just to get the brain, like the brain it's, it's get getting the brain involved, involved, right? Right. So you're creating neural circuitry with him doing that. So that's back to the kind of work that I'm doing with clients and whatnot. So kind of created that on the go with him. And I uh, quite liked it. So it was kind of cool. That's cool. And I saw you posted something recently about pain. Because mm. we, I mean, you didn't have pain, but you posted, what was the name of that post that you did? Pain and limiting your performance. I was going to go find it and see if I could post it. Um, can you give me a train, brain, Mr. Train the Brain. I have so many I'll have to. Hold on, I'll give you the title of it. <laughs> okay. Because I thought, oh, we should, um, hey, I said, oh, we should, uh, should bring up that one. You know what the problem is, right? There's so many Facebook groups now that uh, I sometimes can't find the group that I'm looking for when you're a member of too many groups. But you, you gave it to me the other day on your, in social media, didn't you? No, you didn't. Oh no, you gave it to me. Where are you? Yeah, so there you are. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I did something. I was like, that was bad. hey, he's gone. Yeah, that was bad. Sorry, everyone. Apologies. That's okay. Me. That's okay. Um, I um, should not be looking for it, but yes, I can find that. There's lots of videos. I'm creating another one right now, all about pains and whatnot. It was what something about pain and performance and um, how performance affects or pain affects your performance in ways you don't know is am i describing that properly uh 100 yeah I'm but what so it's physical yeah is physical pain slowing your business down is that the way yes that's it yeah that's it i'm like oh my <laughs> that's what i'm working I'm on my memory you know for for, for real my, i'm on safari right now to talk to you let's go back to chrome yeah that's what that that tackles a whole bunch of different things from the course that we're going to be hitting. Um, but people are specifically asking more so about certain pains, like neck pain, back pain, gut trauma, like all sorts of weird stuff, not weird stuff, but different things, knee pains, foot pain. Unexpected things maybe. Yeah, like different stuff. So I've been tackling all that and putting it from different um, ways, different strategies, if you will. To, to, to like get rid of it or to um, manage it or to manage it. And here's the thing we're on best doctor and I'm not an active practice anymore. There's far too much up here. And now I'm sharing that with others to become their own best doctor, to figure out what's going on. That's our first week in our program. Of course, all we deal with is okay. Let's try and assess the physicality. Let's get you moving. Let's try and figure out your symptoms. What do they mean? Okay, I can't move any this way. I can't move any like this. All right. So you become your own doctor. You kind of self-assess, figure out what's going on. Next week, you deal with nutrition. What's the what's the groundwork? You're feeding yourself. Um, so people can heal. The, the one fellow mentioned this call. I was showing him, or I was through the, I do it through Zoom, telling him the technique. I believe you're on one call with this or someone else as well. I show them the technique, what to do, how to strip out oh, themselves, what to do. Was that hand, her wrist? Yes, you use the name. I guess it was. 
Um, it was. I was. I didn't want to use a name, but I. Nobody knows who she is, but us. Yes, it was. And how another individual, same thing. I taught him some things online. Marshall was 200 kilometers away, and I had someone walk through how to tackle it. So there's a lot up here to share, to teach, to people will self-limit themselves. And, you know, I even saw in the architect of potentials that you can create many things and we will self, oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. Yes. That's bollocks. I don't and I guess some people feel like bollocks. they want, they want someone, they feel safer to have someone show them how to do it in case they do some, like, like you and I, we have some knowledge of how the body works, anatomy, uh, what it, when it's when we're not when we're doing something that's not good for it. But if you are totally disconnected from that, I guess it helps to have someone like you to say, "Yeah, you can do it," and I'm going to show you how. I just posted a link to your YouTube video that I was talking about the okay. um, physical pain slowing your business down. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that that group, y'all, your members all to join because that's that's where you get all the information. There's another one being posted right now. But it's funny you mentioned that about you and I having a good knowledge base about certain stuff. I have a friend who um, fortunately had some pretty aggressive cancer. He's had lots of cancer surgeries. I used to take him down for treatments, for chemo, for radiation, and He's had, you name it, the whole gamut was on some experimental medication, had to drive him down, spend some time with him. Right. But he knows a ton about electrical and wiring, and he just figures that that's what he used to do, or kind of still does, all the electrical. He's very analytical, engineer-minded. And when it comes to that stuff, I talk to him. He's like, when he looks at me, he goes, the way you talk about the bones, the body, nutrition, he goes, I default to you because... I was telling him what to do. His he had so many surgeries through his, his wrist is all messed up. He's like, what's going on here? So I started naming them. He's like, what on earth are you talking about? And I told his wife what to do, how to strip it out. I was telling him what to eat, what nutritional products to take, because he's doing such serious chemo stuff. I'm right, like, right. You destroy your gut. We've got to get that gut looked at as well. He's like, I'm waiting on that. But anyhow. I gave him some very specific minerals, which everyone needs, whether or not, and I kept asking what kind of medications you're on. That's the other right. thing, because there's yeah. a lot of side effects of that, and that's a big thing. It's all detective work. But anyhow, he's, it's amazing. He goes, I default to you, because you know like, this stuff inside out. And so he'll constantly call and ask me about that stuff. That incident, that, that doctor friend who I was helping with the training, he's also on some pretty potent meds to drive down his blood pressure. Oh, because um, the stroke and all that stuff, he, he has to have this stuff so pupils get more dilated, drives down blood pressure, some blood thinners, all this stuff. He calls you one day, he's like, Do you always get tired after you work out? Like, uh, if I work out, I'm tired for a good two weeks after. I'm like, What? That's like, not right. So I'm at the gym, he's telling me this stuff in between sets. I'm listening to him, I'm like, What are you on? So he gives me his what he's on vasodilators like he's on not just baby aspirin like lowering his clutch like heavy duty stuff i'm like dude the stuff you're on good god man the stuff you're on, get off this stuff i mean that's what talk to the doc who's put you on this stuff because that's where you're getting all look at the side effects and the problem is they all correlate with each other and yeah. um 
that's causing all these problems because you should not be having pains a couple weeks later. I'm sorry. No, no. Right. And so thankfully he did, did his homework and thankfully they slowed down some of the medication use. Um, but yeah, as I was mentioning, my friend who took the cancer treatments, he defaults and just asks me this stuff about the body, the way it heals, this, that, and the other. And now um, there's even greater need with what's going on in the world today with people in fear of others, like public lockdowns, which are bullocks. And sorry, but uh, these things, they don't work. They don't make sense. What it does is it affects this human, uh, our mental state, big time. Right. It affects us huge, and it's not working. In that, the number one cause of death in North America, long before COVID, and up until after, and still, is disease of lifestyle. What are disease of lifestyle? Cancer, so, right? Heart disease, stroke, heart attack. These things. Diabetes. Stress, stress, obesity, bingo, bingo. diet, bingo. So. When you're, when you're cleaning, when you're trying to help someone with their nutrition, I guess you're looking at everything. I mean, you have to look at everything, right? And are you looking at sleep? Because I've started listening. Have you, have you read Arianna Huffington's book on sleep? I have not read Arianna Huffington's book. I heard it's really good though. Yes. Um, I'm listening to the audiobook right now and I've seen interviews with her. And um, I know some people who were training with a trainer in Toronto and they were, you know, women past a certain age and they'd been working at working at working out and they tried to watch what they ate, but they got their biggest impact on their health when their trainer said changed like almost like cut back their workouts and made them sleep more because they were lacking the rest aspect of it. So did you ever rest in your recovery? It sounds like you never rested. <laughs> I mean, you must have, but. Yeah, no, I did. And it's funny because you, not funny. Interesting. Every, yeah. Everyone on my care team would ask how the sleep was because with head injuries of magnitude, sleep becomes a major issue. And, then, and some people that, sleep all the time after a head injury, yeah, right? It's just like. Narcolepsy and whatnot. And I presented the March Dimes and some, I was doing some presentations with them, did some work with them. And people would conk out while you're presenting. Like there's, that's commonplace. They're conking out all the time. Really? With head, oh yeah, and people can't stay asleep. They constantly wake up. It's a very common trend with brain injuries. And yes, sleep has not been that good. But one thing I've done, I've been investing in this a lot, read a lot of books, listen to a lot of podcasts about this, learn a ton and experimental. My friend's sleep path doctor, the learner. You're, you're wired in, man. Well, I've learned a ton nutritionally what to take, what works, what doesn't work for me. Right. And so I take some specific supplements and I was just on another um, Joe Rogan podcast. Another doc was on as well, highlighting again, some of the stuff which I'm taking, which it really works. So anyhow, I, I know some specific natural products that work for me. Um, they might not work for you. And it does differ for everyone. Cause I remember at one point my, I was working with a naturopath who was trying to help me manage my sleep and I was taking melatonin and didn't do anything. So I was taking more, taking more, taking more, taking more, taking more. I, I finally said, nothing's happening. He said, okay, stop taking it. <laughs> Well, so. it's interesting you mentioned that because it often does very little. 
And the one thing I learned with the nutritional industry, there's zero regulation with the nutritional industry. Oh, there's none right. whatsoever. Like the potency the, of and yes. Um that I used I've used this stuff clinically with patients for years, good products, and there's certain high grade uh nutritional companies where you can get the stuff. I mean, yeah, you can go to some big box store and get some super cheap multivitamin for six bucks. Mm -hmm. But guess where most of it's going? To the toilet. It doesn't work. It's useless. It's a waste of your money. Right. Um, I'm exposed through all the conferences, the courses, the programs I've taken to some really good high-grade professional supplements that only doctors can order. And that's what I put a couple of these patients on. I ordered some specific stuff and I'm like, holy crow, what have you done to me? Like, that's amazing. And likewise, they limit it to only doctors being able to order it. Pardon me? Why do they limit those kinds of things to only doctors? Well, being you, have to, you have to set up an account with them, stuff like that. Um, it's not only for doctors. You, you can get the stuff, but you have to know what to look for, which companies to use. Um, like, the, like I said, there's zero regulation. And just on the podcast as well, yesterday saying the same thing, that you got to be really careful. And melatonin, as an for one, and hopefully the time zone, the sleep is not like that, but a lot of people have not really the best results with that. Yes, that was recommended. I played with that, apple cider vinegar, all these things didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, and finally found different forms of... And everybody's going to have something different that's that's affecting their sleep. So I can yeah. see how it might work for some people, right? Yeah. And not others. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, so your program that's coming, or no, is your program an ongoing... It's not like a sign up for it, do it, and it ends. Is it like an ongoing? It's a seven week, uh, seven slash eight week program. It takes about eight weeks for the changes to take place. They're not going to happen overnight. People, people reach out because of pain. Nothing happens overnight. No, it doesn't. So does, like, do they just come uh, in at the beginning when they come in and they yeah. go through it? Oh, they're, okay. They're being recorded. Each session is being recorded. A week long instruction. They will contact you afterwards and. That's got some clients that are pretty stoked. Sorry, excited, not stoked. You can say but, stoked. So, okay, cool. Stoked is I'm, not a swear word. I wouldn't go that crazy because I speak with odd terms. But anyhow, it's um, it certain. It's just from good. the 80s, that's all. <laughs> that's why people go stoked. What's stoked? I know right. what stoked is because I'm over 50 already. I'm built to be 50. I can't wait. But that's just, yeah. Anyhow. So how do they find it though? Is it through your Facebook group that yes, they find correct. it? It's from my Facebook group. That's been through my private Facebook group and posting content on my YouTube channel, but on my Facebook group and people reaching out through Facebook and a heck of a So when they're in the Facebook group, there's just lots of information there. But if they yeah. want their own specific, like Greg, Ooh. I need you to help me. I want to be a part of this. I want you to message me, reach out, DM okay. me. Um, that's the simplest way. I've been talking to some doctors in Czechoslovakia and stuff like that, talking about a lot of people in New York, but people from around the world, which is really cool. That's one, as I mentioned, just got accepted to the Canada Speakers Bureau. Can't do that. But what has opened up is the online world. Well, yes. I mean, I was part of this Professional Speakers Federation, and uh, Chris Scapatura was saying all along, get ready because the online is going to be big. People are going to want speakers to be prepared and ready to speak online and if you were already connected to all those places for sure you could and you've got so much content too like you it's almost like for you i feel like it's hard for you to decide which thing will i talk about 
because you could talk all day. <laughs> yeah, I've been told that. I've been told that by my wife and my daughters were like, Daddy, how do you talk to everyone everywhere? I don't know. It just happens. We've met the other campers. Or next thing we're talking about health, nutrition, lockdowns, all these things. And I'm explaining. They're, they're picking my brain. So I'll give you information. Lots of them. Why not? People yeah. who are up where it want it. It's, we're in the information age. The internet's amazing. It's opened up with incredible opportunities to share information. Not that my information is, or one's information is, the be all end all the cat's meow everybody's got everybody's got a different group that's gonna want that information right so yeah, when you, you pick and other doctors other trainers might have similar information but it's how 100%. you are packaging it for them you pick, it's like the way i would do my research when coming up with a diagnosis for a patient you pick your information you're doing detective work in that okay what do i know about this what do i know about this what do i know about this right and then you make an informed decision. Likewise, with clients, same thing. When I start digging deeper, this one was asking about how is the pain affecting her personal life and business? Oh, it's not at all. It's not at all. So then about half hour into the conversation, like, okay, she's like, wait a minute. You know, I don't really move that much anymore. And because I sit so much for work, I'm kind of put on some weight. I'm like, okay. I'm kind of self-conscious about being in front of a camera. Like, bingo. So it is affecting it, right? I mean, Yes, like this, it affects other things. So it, while it's pain, why people contact me for all these things, but it affects different aspects of their life. And that's what I do with this program to uncover, dig deep. And are you only doing one-on-one? -on -one, are you doing group as well? It's primarily group. Oh, but, it? Well, sorry, it's, it's both. Meaning... It starts off with group recording. It'd be recording. Each week, you do recording. And then to speak with Heather, okay, with Heather, Prosperity Flow Coaching is dealing with her left eye. I'm looking at your glasses right now. I'm just making I know, they're crooked. <laughs> her left eye is causing her some issues. Okay, let's talk with your left eye. Are you taking lutein? Are you taking this sort of stuff? You know, then we individually speak about that. Like this other patient I was talking about his foot. You may not could care less about feet, but that's an individual call. If the other person's about the knee, you could care less about knees. Who cares? So it all is the individual. Yeah, knees are good. But yeah, so it's it's individual after, but it, yeah, it's group and individual. Now, should they, should they DM you? Should they email you? Should they, I mean, I'm going to put in the Facebook group again, just in case people missed it. Because. Um, I would check the recording to make sure. Um, yeah. that, that video played because it wasn't really. I am going to, no, I'm going to check it. Don't worry. But I want them to be able to get a hold of you because I think listening to it, people understand that, like you're the lady you just talked about, they think, no, I'm fine. You know, everything's good. But then if they see, if you sit to think about it, you're like, actually, you know, I've noticed that if I sit all day, then I'm in pain. Like if I sit all day, I'll be in pain for two. Hello, and your husband just said that out of the blue. He goes, I want to work out. Yeah. Didn't know why. He's when I, when I was coming out of the coma out of the hospital, and so I'm going on the walker. I couldn't drive a lot back then. I had a rehab support worker who'd drive me. I would say to them, I just need to go, go over to the gym. Kind of like your husband. I didn't know why. Yeah. I was, it, I didn't physiologically understand at that point in time. Maybe I did. It was in the deep recesses of the brain. 
it was there, but I didn't, I couldn't tell you why I need to go to the gym. Right. Cool. Which was, what was cool, what was funny, when I woke from the coma, where my first words were French, which is really messed up. Can you speak um, French? Well, that's the thing. I can. Okay. Because um, that would be even funnier. <laughs> well, I went to French immersion, but I'm not born in Quebec or France or anything. But even today, when I get mad in the kitchen, I'll cuss in French. It's, <laughs> you know, it's I cuss in French. And my neurophysiotherapist was saying that people oftentimes with severe brain injuries, the brain starts looking deep in the recesses for different languages. And that oh. happened to me big time. So anyhow. Yeah. There's got to be easier ways to learn a new language. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you can't travel. You can't travel right now. So <laughs> get your head in my car. I know. So, I know. I so I, I want, but I want people to be able to just connect and even look and see what you're about. Right. So I, I put your, um, so I send you my email and Facebook, join that group, that Facebook group. There's tons that I put up on that private group. Right. Um, being managed for me right now. And I'm creating, I've been creating content all day. And you sit at the start of this call. So I'm like, I've been filming all day. I'm editing on, I make my movies on iMovie. And it's based on the questions that people are asking. And a lot of questions are related to pain, but how it's affecting their mindset, the mental fog. And we I just put up your that. YouTube channel too. Merci. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Just That's okay. But um, <laughs> it, it, we tackle these things from a holistic perspective. In that, I worked in the. Here's the thing, if I may. How long do we have? Four minutes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Six minutes. You know. I I worked in the healthcare realm, which is opposite realm of the COVID realm. I was a chiropractor, and health just isn't. You were more in preventative healthcare than reactive healthcare. Yeah. Right. We in North America live in a sick care model, meaning hospital sick care. OHIP sick care, which is if you're busted, get to the hospital, They'll fix you if you have some disease, some trauma, some infection, something horrible, sign me up, send me to the hospital, save my life. It was amazing. It was great. I worked in the opposite realm of the spectrum in the healthcare wellness prevention. Patients would come see me because of headaches or migraines or sciatic or whatever it may be. But then it was go away and it's like I would have an exercise in it often monitoring their nutrition, how much water you're drinking, this, that, and then they're like, they would keep coming, you know, to stay on top of things. I'm doing the same thing with my clients right now. Um, and that sadly, unfortunately, because everyone's so reactively scared to move around, do anything because of COVID, our global health has gone down. It's taking the worst turn. Gym shut down the province. Come on. That makes well, zero sense. Even I find people who have injuries are, I had a lady once who came and she had had a, a, um, a bulging disc and they fixed it. So she, like they went in, it did, it needed to be like closed up and she was afraid to, she stood rigid. Her back was not a happy back. And I said, you need to move. But she was afraid because she was afraid of the pain. So I think even people who have had injuries, they're afraid to get moving again in a safe way, right? So I think it's amazing that you're helping people, like, get themselves. Because people in pain aren't necessarily doing their best in the world. And we need people doing their best in the world to, you know, we're going to up-level our game, right? 
Yeah, totally. Amen. Like it drives me batty. People are slowing themselves down. The yeah. situation with COVID and it's being forced upon them, at least in the province where we're at, gym shut and they can't do this, I can't do that. And people are But there's things there's still things they can do. So right, even even while that's all happening. They need to be guided and taught that. Yeah, they need to be guided and taught and feel like they're safe in that. And um, whatever whatever their choices are about what's happening. But like I actually work out every day because even with no gym, like before I used to go to the gym and now I I turned my living room into a gym. That's awesome. So it's all good, you know, but it's, but I can, I found my way to do it. Like for, to keep myself healthy through whatever happens and what's ever happening. I've found my way and I do call in outside experts because, you know, like something's happening. I can't turn my head. Can someone, you know, but (laughs) so, but I can see like, so we, I feel like we're in an advantage in that because of our training. So I like, I appreciate how much you are helping people and I want, you know, people to be able to reach out to you and, and have you help them. Even if I would say, even if you don't think there's anything wrong with you, if you think you're 100% fabulous, I would still check in with Dr. Greg (laughs) because you would ask me, you would ask me questions. I'd go, Oh crap. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I thought it was perfect. Damn it. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's so um, I will, I will check the video to make sure that everything (laughs) posts. All right. But if, and I'm going to, so I posted how to find your Facebook group. I posted your YouTube channel. I'm going to post, um, and again, later, like, because I'm going to double check all of the places that this shows up to make sure that people can reach out to you. And I'm going to encourage people to absolutely hook up with Dr. Greg. Which You're the best, answer. my friend. Thank you so Hard much. for you. I hope I can do it right. Hard. Yeah, it looks close enough, you know. <laughs> 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 okay, okay my friend. Peace. So Peace. Uh, some I'm gonna see because we live in the same city, you know. I thought you lived out west. Oh, you're okay, you're not right in the city, but I'll find you someday. Okay, I'm gonna find you. All right, in the province of Ontario, <laughs> I'm in downtown Toronto. <laughs> oh, we're very close. <laughs> Peace out, my friend. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Thanks so much. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help you can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one. If you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.